Today is Friday, February 9th. We're talking about the special counsel's new report into President Biden's classified documents. It did not recommend criminal charges, but Biden could still face political backlash. We'll tell you why. Also, the federal government is addressing AI voice cloning tools that have been used in robocalls. Plus, a recall impacting food at popular grocery stores that I was actually personally affected by. How an iconic piece of Paris is making it into this year's Olympic medals. And what's at stake at this weekend's Super Bowl that's poised to break records. Those stories and even more news to know next. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. The investigation into classified documents found at President Biden's home and office has now wrapped up. And in the end, the special counsel decided no criminal charges were necessary. That said, the report was pretty unflattering to Biden. Special counsel Robert Herr said part of the reason he did not think prosecutors would be able to pursue a criminal case against the president is that, quote, Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. He said Biden's memory especially appeared hazy when describing an Afghanistan debate that was once important to him. The president also apparently forgot exactly when his term as vice president ended and when his son, Beau Biden, died. Of course, it didn't take long for his political opponents to catch that part. A spokesman for a political committee that supports former President Trump said, quote, if you're too senile to stand trial, then you're too senile to be president. Other members of Trump's team said they see this as a double standard since Trump does face felony charges related to classified material he kept at his home, which he's pleading not guilty to though her cited some distinctions between the two cases, saying Trump refused to turn over all of the documents and lied to investigators, whereas Biden immediately surrendered the documents and consented to searches of his homes, among other things. All that said, President Biden was not at all happy with the report. He spoke from the White House last night, saying his memory is fine and that he believes he remains the most qualified person to serve as president. He explained that he sat for the interview shortly after the October 7th terror attacks in Israel after spending hours on the phone with foreign leaders. Biden was especially angry at the suggestion that he would forget when Bo died. Overall, Herr conducted 173 interviews, including with Biden and his top advisors, examined millions of documents, emails, text messages, videos, and photos. Now his work is done. But expect to hear a lot more about his report in the days, weeks, and months to come. A dangerous military training mission ended in tragedy this week. Five Marines were killed when their helicopter crashed in the mountains outside of San Diego. It happened late at night in the middle of a historic storm. But the military says the helicopter they were flying is specifically meant for challenging environments. So the flight was considered a training opportunity with an inherent risk. Well, now investigators are looking into whether it was appropriate to send troops into that kind of danger. They're also trying to figure out if there was some kind of mechanical issue or pilot error to blame. Though for now, they say it's too early to speculate. For the first time since Russia invaded Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin gave an interview to a Western-based media figure. And that interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson was posted this week. Putin's biggest message was that the war in Ukraine could be over within a few weeks if the U.S. stops supplying weapons to Ukraine. Overall, the interview went on for more than two hours, with Putin offering an extremely detailed history going back to the ninth century of the formation of Russia. He also shared some conspiracy theories, like that the U.S. government is not really run by its elected leaders, but by a deep state that controls the president from the shadows. 
Even Carlson said he didn't know what to think of all this. And when he posted the interview, he wrote, quote, it's going to take me a year to decide what that was. Despite some serious concerns, there does seem to be a bright spot in a current surge of immigration into the U.S. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office says immigration will help boost the American economy by about $7 trillion over the next decade. It points to the fact that immigration creates a larger labor force and increases a greater demand for goods, services, and housing. The CBO says a large portion of immigrants coming to America are in the prime working ages of 25 through 54, meaning they'll likely continue to work years after their arrival. The Federal Reserve chairman pointed this out, too, earlier this week, saying immigrants who come to the U.S. tend to be in the workforce at an even higher rate than native-born Americans are. Still, he made it clear that he wasn't telling Congress what should be done about immigration policy. And the CBO did not take into account the costs states are confronting because of the surge in immigration, especially at the southern border. So expect the debate to continue. Get ready for the Year of the Dragon. The Lunar New Year, also known as the Chinese New Year or Spring Festival, officially kicks off tomorrow. People have been prepping by cleaning their homes and paying off debts as a way to start the New Year fresh. And celebrations will last for the next couple of weeks. They include carnivals, family gatherings, parades, traditional food, fireworks, and other festivities. It's actually the most important holiday of the year in China. But it's celebrated in a lot of other countries as well. Every year, the holiday is named after one of the 12 signs of the Chinese zodiac. This year is the dragon, which represents power, good fortune, and strength. It's thought to bring evolution, improvement, and abundance. An estimated 2 billion people around the world are expected to celebrate the Lunar New Year. More news is still ahead, but first, support for this episode comes from Skims. Okay, you may have heard that I recently moved and I'm continuing to clean out my closet, getting rid of old stuff I don't wear anymore. And I'm so glad I'm doing this because I just got a bunch of items from the Fits Everybody collection by Skims. And I love it all so much. For the ladies, you have to get their underwear and bodysuit, especially. And guys, you should shop here for the lady in your life. The Fits Everybody Long Sleeve Crew Neck Bodysuit is my new favorite thing to wear with jeans. I've already gotten so many compliments on it already. And all the different Fits Everybody Intimates have that same lightweight, stretchy, really super soft fabric that is so comfortable and it really molds to your body. Believe the hype, because Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And if you're looking for a gift for your Valentine or for yourself, Skims just launched their best Valentine shop ever, also available at skims.com. Now back to the news. It's now illegal to send out unsolicited robocalls with voices generated by artificial intelligence. In a unanimous decision yesterday, the Federal Communications Commission, or FCC, decided it can fine companies that use AI voices in unwanted calls and block service providers that carry them. The decision also means state attorneys general and people who are targeted by the calls can also go after those who send them out. This comes as the FCC investigates robocalls that went out in New Hampshire last month that used AI to mimic President Biden's voice, making it sound like he was discouraging people from voting in the state's primary. But the FCC says that's not the only instance of AI being abused on robocalls. It says scammers are also using AI-generated voices to extort family members, intimidate celebrities, and so on. There's a new warning about dozens of products sold at major retailers like Costco, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and Walmart. 
This week, the FDA announced it had connected a listeria outbreak to products like cheese, crema, yogurt, and sour cream. The products were sold on their own and also as ingredients in things like Trader Joe's brand cilantro salad dressing or certain packaged salads and Costco Southwest wraps. The outbreak has caused more than 20 hospitalizations and at least two deaths, though the true number is thought to be much higher since some people recover on their own without medical care and without getting tested for listeria. And side note, I'm pretty sure I was affected by this one. I ate one of the recalled salads earlier this week and then was nauseous for a couple of days, only to realize why when this recall came out. The FDA has a list of all the impacted products, and we've added a link to it in today's episode notes. So if you have any of these items at home, you are encouraged to throw them away or return them for a refund and clean any other surfaces they may have touched. Athletes who win medals at the 2024 Summer Olympics and Paralympics won't just be bringing home gold, silver, or bronze. This week, organizers of the Paris Games announced their medals will also include a very special piece of wrought iron from the Eiffel Tower itself. The Eiffel Tower was first constructed in 1889, and it's undergone several rounds of renovation work in the years since. During some of those renovations, metal from the tower was removed and preserved. So now the Olympic medals are giving those old bits new life. And they'll be fashionable, too. They're apparently the first medals to be designed by a jewelry company. And they're the first to include an actual piece of the host country's iconic landmark. The Games open July 26. We are now just two days away from Super Bowl 58. The reigning champion, Kansas City Chiefs, will defend their title against the San Francisco 49ers in a rematch of Super Bowl 54. For the 49ers, it's a chance to win their sixth Super Bowl, which would tie them with the Patriots and Steelers for the most wins though it would be their first in nearly 30 years. They also face a tough opponent in the Chiefs, who are looking to become the first team in two decades to win two straight titles. No matter who you're rooting for, this Super Bowl is shaping up to be the most watched game in history since viewership has been trending up all season. Plus, these teams have some of the biggest names in the game playing, like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Brock Purdy, and Christian McCaffrey. And of course, there are those who are keeping an eye out for pop star Taylor Swift, who is dating Travis Kelsey as well as the Super Bowl halftime performer Usher and all the celebrity-packed commercials. In fact, we'll be getting into the business behind the Super Bowl halftime show in tomorrow's special edition Saturday episode. Then Super Bowl 58 will be played this Sunday at 6.30 Eastern on CBS and Paramount+. That's it for the main news today, so now it's time for Feel Good Friday, when we bring you one extra feel-good or positive news story before the weekend. But first, a quick message from our sponsor, Lumi. If you're like me, the start of your year is already a busy one. So if you need a deodorant that can keep up with you while you're on the go, Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant that can work on everything from your pits to your feet. I use the stick deodorant on a daily basis, as usual, and I love the body wash in the shower, too. Then I keep the convenient deodorant wipes on hand for on the go. And no matter where or how you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long and control odor for up to 72 hours. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and more. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid-stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code NEWSWORTHY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant.com and use the code NEWSWORTHY. Okay, now back to Feel Good Friday. More and more places are getting scarf bombed. But don't worry, that's actually a good thing. It refers to volunteers putting scarves and other items to keep warm in the cold weather all around a public place for those in need. 
Some scarf bombing incidents have gone viral in the U.S. and Canada in recent years, so word is spreading. The scarves are often handmade and left tied around statues, fences, and railings with little notes that say something like, I'm not lost. If you're stuck out in the cold, take this scarf to keep warm. One event in the Twin Cities is now on its seventh year in a row with more than 100 people who volunteered this year. It's a group called One Good Deed who puts on the scarf bombing event at four metro area parks. In total, the group gave out more than 500 bags of clothing this year. In Pennsylvania, a Facebook group called Scarf Bombardiers has nearly 2,000 members. They leave scarves and more in areas there's a lot of foot traffic or at bus shelters or spots where people may be sleeping outside. And they say the scarves are usually gone in 24 hours. Volunteers range in age from their teens to their 80s. Organizers say they're planning to continue and recommend scarf bombing to anyone else who may be interested, whether you make your own scarves or just donate them. Since anyone can offer some warmth, letting others know someone cares. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with our special edition Saturday episode, all about the millions of dollars changing hands for the Super Bowl halftime show and the value of Taylor Swift showing up. And of course, we'll be back on Monday with your next news roundup. For now, thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend.